0: LOL. Listen
1: out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 240. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Maes.
2: And I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: Jesus Christ, dude. What was that? I'm Mario
3: Rockefeller. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize he was going to have pretty bad audio today. And it's Ichi Kagami joining you again.
1: Yes, uh, Mako chose out on on taking care of some family issues, and she'll be back uh, next week. Nothing bad, nothing bad, but, you know, sometimes we got to be there for family, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right, so, anywho, uh, we are live week of... November third, two thousand fifteen, on the VOG Network, Tuesday to ten p.m. Eastern, with replays Thursdays at two. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merck, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com/vognetwork. There is an IRC link. You go there, and it brings you directly into the chat. And as I've said, we'll be doing this till 10 p.m. for the next two weeks. Um, Let me look at the calendar, if it'll pop up. Yes, we'll be back at our normal time slot at 9.30, starting November 24th. So, we'll be gearing up for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and shotguns. (laughs) Mm. Uh, Let's see what's going on in our chat room today. Uh, Sarah Ackerman's talking about Steak and Shake. Oh. I'm kind of thankful because I actually had Steak and Shake uh, about a month ago. There's a small little spot in New York City that that's right next to the um the Ed Sullivan Theater, so that's pretty sweet. Jelly, totally jelly. Yeah, never heard of it before. So you never heard of Steak and Shake? Nope. Uh, and she's talking about Buffalo Wild Wings. I miss my Tuesday night tradition, but two more weeks of this 10 p.m. uh 10 p.m. time slot, I can go back to my Tuesday night tradition, which is. NCIS, and A Dozen of Wings from B-Dubs.
3: Right, in the heart. I love NCIS.
1: Did you watch it tonight?
3: No, I, I didn't. Well, we've been trying to cut back on TV because um, it's exorbitantly expensive where we live. And mm. so it's one bill that we're trying to cut down on. But I always try to catch it on, like, Hulu or Netflix or whatever when they upload it. Because so. Abby's, like, my spirit animal.
1: Do You know I met <laughs> her, right? No. You didn't did it. You, didn't take you me. and Marco go on about it all the time. Yeah.
3: You might have mentioned it once. Yeah. But I tried to wipe it from my memory.
1: Oh, well, just as a reminder, uh, she Abby Shudo, a.k.a. Polly Perrette, did show up in New York City for a book signing for her book, uh, Donna Bell's Bake Shop. And I went and I got a copy of that autograph from Mako-chan. And I gave Polly Perrette a picture of. Mako-chan dressed as her character, uh, Abby Shudo from NCIS, and I, have, and I got a picture with her.
3: Yay, that's so awesome. She's so cool. Like She is. She's so down to earth about everything, so she's just a badass.
1: Mm-hmm. I just wish she would do more um, appearances, but she can't.
3: No, I'm per- sure she's pretty busy. She's probably like one of the most popular characters from the show, in- and in general, just popular in life.
1: Oh, uh, no. Um, um, I follow her on Twitter. She has a stalker, so she's like...
3: Oh, yeah, no, you know, I know about her yeah. stalker problems. She's been having to keep that on the DL.
1: Yeah, and I think for a while it got to the point where she was almost ready to quit the show because of this.
3: Yeah, stalkers be cray.
1: You have no this is why idea this is why people can't have
2: nice things
1: or sanity. And evidently, things are going down, and I'm dead, according to Sarah Ackerman. I have no idea what the hell is going on.
3: Maybe it's because, like, the drama. I don't know that I was like
1: disowned
3: because you met Abby.
1: Disowned. Oh please.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't care. It's like...
1: <laughs> oh god. I'm still trying to get like. Like bits and pieces of the episode together on the back end side, so it looks nice and neat. So that's right up there. So let's go ahead and kick things off with our weekend day. Ari, how was your weekend? How was your day?
2: Yeah, pretty boring mostly. I mean, it's been most it's work has been pain in the ass even because even though it became full time, I don't have any assigned or ship yet? Mm-hmm. So this is the one week where I'm on the midnight shift. I go in at 10:30 and I get home around 7:30 in the morning. Yeah.
1: You might so want to fix your. whole
2: you, fun. Yeah,
1: you might want to fix your reception, bro. You, you're getting. You sound very robotic.
2: Sorry, it's the uh, headphones on my phone. That's fine. It's that fine. a little better.
1: It's a little bit better.
2: But, uh, yeah, at least it feel, it'll feel like I have a three-day weekend because, you know, it'll be Thursday and Friday is my last day this week, and then next week it'll be a slightly more manageable schedule.
1: Okay, that's good.
2: I also saw The Martian this past weekend.
1: So how was that?
2: It was pretty good, but they cut a lot of stuff out of the book, including some of the uh, Mark's best lines.
1: Mm, it happens. Maybe will Maybe you'll get it on the um. Really yeah. Maybe you get it on the on the DVD, uh, DVD Blu-ray release. You know.
2: Yeah, they already confirmed that there's going to be a direct
1: cut. All right. But
2: yeah, it was, nice. it was nice to have a paycheck and nice to actually maintain my finances and uh you know, actually have money left over, so so don't feel you know strapped
1: for cash the entire week. Oh, I know that feel.
3: That is the best feels.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's going to gentlemen. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Speaking of money, like mean, I, for a while, I was used to getting, I was used to getting paid every week, and now I'm back on a two week schedule. I'm like, this is a lot harder than I remember it was.
2: It's less steady, but the checks are bigger.
1: Mm, actually, if you get paid every week as compared to every two weeks you get less every two weeks so more taxes are taken out
2: lovely yeah
1: makes it cheaper for the company but you know what can you do but
2: yeah that's what
1: things have been going for alright cool alright moving on Ichigo how you been
3: Oh, I like how the music went from, like, crazy, like, fan music to, like, magical girl music. Was- well, so might be. I try. I ended up going to Anime USA, which is mentioned convention that's near my town. I to make a point of going. I was the whole weekend, which is Rose Quartz from Steven Universe, if cool. any of you are a Steven Universe fan. And um, Ren Kugyoku from uh, Magi the... Uh, (laughs) The Labyrinth of Magic. Sorry, I can't speak today. Um, And It was a lot of fun. My report is on my Facebook page if you want to check that out. And I also have all my albums up on my Facebook page as well. It was fun.
1: Cool. I knew a few people that went that rolled down to AUSA this year. And they were asking if I was going. I'm like, I can't. It's a blackout period. Why? A store grand opening that week. There's no way, hell, I'm getting that time off, so... Oh,
3: yeah. no, totally, just clone yourself, it'll be all good.
1: No, it won't. You're a ninja, use the shadow clone, Jutsu. No, really, no, no. would you want two of me running around on this planet?
3: <laughs> if you wear your Skittles.
1: Mm, maybe. <laughs> Can we just change that up? I'll get into that in just a sec.
3: But uh, but yeah no that it was really cool to hear about all your stuff that you it's been going down with your business the the work and stuff you've been doing I, I still am doing the whole like self employed thing um, I am basically doing cosplay commissions and starting to work on my Lolita brand so that is what I've been focused on hoping in the next two years to get my Lolita brand out there but um, right now just kind of a quiet lull period because the next con I have is in January so Otakon Vegas woo.
1: I think I'll be in the north at Arisia getting drunk or something like that. At least I think I am. I gotta so double check. Great so you're
3: coming down to where I'm from to
1: get drunk. No, Aresia's up is in um is in Boston.
3: For some reason I was like, Nova? Why did he say Nova? It's no. cause I wanna hear it. I just no. I need more of my Ranma in my life.
1: <laughs> oh by the way, first season Blu-ray is on sale for twenty bucks.
3: Oh, so excited! No, um, actually, I got the Blu-ray Ranma um, first season for as a present. So I have it with your face in the
1: extras. Yeah, which is it. The C? <laughs> wait, wait, I'm on the first season extras? I think so, yeah. I'll have to go back and rewatch it because I didn't see myself in that one. I know I'm in Volumes 2, 3, 4, and I think 5.
3: Well, it was like super fan.
1: Yeah, so- I must have missed it. I'm going to have to go back and, and rewatch that one then.
3: Yay. But yeah, I know it was really cool because my husband's never watched Ronimo One Half before. I know, completely blasphemous. But it was a series that we, um, he actually really started to like as soon as we started watching it. So it's been something that we've been watching kind of together. So he, like, he's been getting me into Game of Thrones and I've been getting into Ronimo One Half. So I think it's a pretty equivalent trade.
1: Game of Jusenkio? No,
3: no, Game of Thrones.
1: Game of Jusankyo
3: Oh, I guess yes. <laughs>
1: All right. There we go I really have to fix this mixer soon So my weekend day has been Hectic and chaotic and we finally Opened and it's been Non-stop But it's been fun hasn't it Say what It's been fun hasn't it Yeah and I'm starting to realize You know Um Why you know I fly solo when it comes to tech support, but I'm starting to get used to um, working as a team, more or less, you know. Uh, it's getting there, because we got people from different skill sets working as a team, so we're, we're getting there.
2: Um, pretty. It's like, it's like some people have to level grind.
1: Something like that. It, not just that, also. You got some who slack off when they're supposed to be level grinding but you know and that's pretty much has been my weekend day and just that that class and writing the podcast and changing our skittles around which if you haven't if you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Skittles is the name of our work shirts. We call them that. And since it's now November, the holiday season, we don't wear the traditional colors of orange, green, blue, and red. I mean, orange, green, blue, and yellow. We have to retire the orange, blue, and yellow Skittles till January because we they gave us these special red Skittles and I think the fabric on this the materials is slightly different yeah check I'm gonna check I'm just, yeah it does it feels like a regular t-shirt as opposed to the poly blend of uh, the, the normal shirts that we have so we have like these four holiday sh- skittle shirts uh, one says give cheer be very merry. Happy holidays, and I'm trying to grab the one I just wore today. Um, turn up the joy, and they're giving us cool uh, gray fleece gray fleece jackets to wear because, especially if you're working on the first floor, the 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 the, 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 when the doors are going to be open, it's going to be a little bit chilly. Even though this whole week it's like seventy fucking degrees for November. Don't worry, it'll get cold when December and January roll around. I know. I know. I that
3: know. Definitely gonna drop. I'm really sad that they're making you discontinue your orange shirts though. It's still like Halloween and everything, isn't it?
1: No, it's November. No. Holidays.
2: But orange is for Thanksgiving, right?
1: Yeah, but they're focusing more on the holidays as in Christmas and stuff like that, so. <sighs> Mm. Okay. All right. And so, and before we get into, uh, tonight's, uh, program, I have a bit of important news to, uh, talk about. I have discussed this on the Bobby Blackwolf Show and Orange Launch Radio earlier this week. And I have shared this to my Facebook fan page and to the, uh, Anime Jam Session fan page. Um, this weekend, this Saturday, Saturday, November 7th is National Game Day 2015. Uh, It's an Extra Life event where it's a 24-hour stream of non-stop gaming and raising money. Money being raised from this, proceeds go to Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. Um, I am helping out with Extra Life New York City. From 1 to 7 p.m., me, DJ Ron Mess, I will be at the Microsoft flagship store on 5th Avenue, at 677 5th Avenue, New York City. I will be there helping out with Extra, Extra Life NYC and the Microsoft retail staff, because I work there, more or less. <laughs> um, I'll be helping out with them as we run the 6-hour event. We'll have games, food, drinks, and we'll have some awesome DC cosplayers there as well. So, it's a and to get in it 's ten dollars a ticket, and the proceeds for that do go to the children 's Miracle network. We are working with the local uh one um the cohen's children 's Medical Center at part of the north shore l i j system is right out here in long Island, so we ha- hopefully you'll come out and Say hi, have fun, play some games, take pictures with some cosplayers. It's going to be a great time. And we'll have some awesome music and DJs there, too. So, again, it's at the Microsoft Flagship Store from 1 to 7 p.m. This coming Saturday. So, come through, have fun, play games, and help heal kids. That sounds awesome. Yes, and I've been so excited to help out and be a part of this. Yeah,
2: It sounds like a whole lot of fun.
1: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, I've done some volunteering stuff in the past, but nothing this uh this cool, cool and amazing. All right. Let's go ahead and uh kick things off. Um I will grab the first article. And this sounds kind of interesting.
3: Kind of. It's by the author of Jellyfish Princess, okay?
1: Before we continue, hey, look who's in the chat room with us.
3: A wild mako Chan appears. Ichigo use Master Ball. It fits.
1: <laughs> you gonna need you gonna need one that's you gonna need a master ball that's at least 50% at least with bitchiness. That's the only way that's going to work.
3: Well, you know, I could also offer her some of my blueberry wine. That might work too.
1: Uh she, she's going to hop right into the, the car and come right over. You'll just hear a knock on the door, and in there she'll be dressed as Marco with with uh, with, with baked goods, <laughs> and then she goes wine, want. <laughs> oh man! All right, check this out. There's a manga called Himozaru. It's being suspended for being derogatory towards men. That's kind of interesting. Derogatory hell. Here's the story. While these guys are probably the same people thinking menism is an actual thing and the same guys claiming feminism oppresses the man, only after two chapters of the semi-biographical manga Himozaru has been released. The story about a group of men looking to better their chances in love by teaching themselves some basic domestic, domestic skills got suspended for, well, being derogatory towards men, supposedly. In the same magazine that publishes Jose hits such as Princess Jellyfish, manga Akiko Higashimura says, I cannot continue my creation without facing up to public opinion. I will take time to re-examine the plot and resume the serial after I am fully ready. Because naturally, in a sea full of women being Akiko sexualized, dumbed down and given a secondary role in the story, a manga about people learning some basic dishwashing tips and tricks is obviously incredibly derogatory, offensive, and no man should ever feel victimized over this piece of fiction written by a woman, as per the writer of the author. Jokes aside, this is ridiculous, and Higemur should should pretty much be taking the piss out of these comments. Long story short, the feeling is being directed towards men because they're saying that men don't know basic domestic cooking, cleaning, and baking skills, per se. It
2: doesn't hurt to try and you know broaden your horizons or at least expand on those skills, does it?
1: Exactly.
2: Honestly, it sounds like just, like the way she was you know talking about. It, it sounds like she was just caving into these assholes. mm
0: mm-hmm.
3: Well, unfortunately, when it comes to a lot of manga ka and manga writers and, and artists, um, especially for someone as pretty pretty famous as her, her series of of Kuragehime just got its live-action piece, as far as I know, or it's soon to be released, so she's already got a lot of media attention on her plate. Mm -hmm. I really, really like her as an artist, and I really actually related to a lot of her characters in Kuragehime, so when I saw that her newest piece was actually getting a lot of blowback about teaching men a lot of basic skills... Um, I thought that that was kind of ridiculous. Um, I realized that there are a lot of social normities and things like that, that are kind of normal to Japanese society that American, uh, you know, American culture doesn't quite understand. Um, I mean, they're still in the same mindset as some of America where like the woman should be in the kitchen and it really sucks. Um, because it's very narrow minded and it's just not cool. Hmm. I I was really sad to hear, because it looked like it was going to be a really good story, and I'm really hoping they still release it in the U.S., but it really sucks when people have to be complete assholes about
1: it. Yeah. I mean, look...
2: Why we can't have nice things.
1: It's like a... See, it reminds me like when I was a kid growing up, learning the basics like that, so, you know.
2: You should... Everyone should be able to at least cook cook for themselves and be able to clean their own place. I don't see what the big deal is you know, about having to learn those kind
1: of things, you know? Neither do I. Neither do I. All right, before we get into the... Let's see, let me look at the outline real quick. All right. Um, you go. Why don't you grab the next one?
3: So you want me to talk about stocking and clean water? Okay. Yes. Morning, guys, clean drinking water makes stocking more romantic. Manga schoolgirl... Ad wants us to remember. A demure girl peeks out from behind a tree as the classmate she has a crush on walks over to the drinking fountain. As soon as she, he's done wetting his whistle, walks off, she runs over and takes a swallow from the same tap. Overcome with the intimacy of the moment, she raises her hands to her cheeks, which are flushed with ecstasy. Huh. The first half of the story sounds like a scene from a sweet anime romance, while the second sounds like an excerpt from a much pervier series. It's neither, though, but actually an advertisement reminding people about the importance of public utilities. The role of the Japanese Water Works Association is pretty self-explanatory, with its stated goal as safe and tasty water anytime, anywhere. The group researches and educates about water management systems and technology. The JWWA has also offered assistance and expertise to utility providers in Vietnam, China, and Mexico. But as critical as the JWWA's water-based mission is to modern society, the technical aspects can sound ironically dry to layman's ears. That's why one of its PR campaigns instead focuses on the end result and is done by a series of manga-style posters to make the message even easier to digest. Still, the simple prudent message of we should put an effort into our waterworks isn't entirely congruent with the dramatic undertones of manga artwork. Last year, J.W.W.A.'s poster, which is seen in the article if you check out the link um. Had plenty of people snickering at the unnamed heroine whose father is an employee of the local waterworks. The girl who's sweet on baseball player Mizuno, whose family name means waterfield, naturally, is filled with joy as the student athlete takes a drink of water from the tap. Mizuno is gulping down the delicious water my dad helps provide. She thinks, way sketch. The water is delicious and safe, thanks to Japan's amazing waterworks capabilities. Keep working hard for Mizuno, Dad! But while the girls' unexpected zeal for tap water probably produced as much laughter as actual appreciation for JWWA's efforts, the organization didn't think it was necessary to tone down the girls' enthusiasm in her latest appearance. Appearance? Words. Actually, she's even more passionate about public H2O. Maybe a little too passionate. Um, but, yeah, it, it, the images are just kind of hilarious. It's a little bit creeper vibe um, to the point where it's like, okay, girl, you need to slow down your roll and, like, untighten your panties because that's what's going down right now.
1: Her thirst is pretty strong. What can I say? Her, she is a thirsty,
3: thirsty, thirsty
1: lady. Uh-huh.
3: I don't think it's because the J.W.W.A. Okay. boo. No,
1: Honestly,
2: no. the way the, yeah, the, way the women, it. the girls that, I'll say the way the girl's speech is being phrased, it sounds like it's coming
1: from North Korea. But then again, I'm also not surprised I mean, the advertising campaigns like this, because I probably saw this somewhere through a Google search or an article from Japan, or my old roommate linked me to it, but I remember seeing something about, you know, domestic abuse in Japan and comparing it to domestic abuse here in the U.S. And we've seen those flyers and it shows the woman beaten up, like the end results. Like you wouldn't do this if you see something, say something type. Fine. In Japan, it's the complete and total opposite. They show this pretty girl in the flyer talking about, you know, about domestic violence, how it's wrong and it's immoral. Something like that And when you think about it It's like Seriously guy Which one makes more of an impact on you You know So seeing this poster like this Doesn't so, surprise me in the least
2: Still I'm pretty sure We're not the first ones To make thirsty jokes
1: Most likely no Hopefully their thirst was
3: quenched By this ad Oh uh-huh. drink the public water fountain today
1: and Sarah Ackerman says in our chat room at live.vlognetwork.com, wow, make her look like Misty from Pokemon out of Vaporeon and we're good. <sighs> well, look, Rage gonna be offline for a while, so someone's gotta pick up the slack. Right. Right.
3: What kind of slack? I I'm not so, sure Oh, yeah. Oh, <sighs> <laughs> Could it be covered in this random manga poster that illustrates it so succinctly? (sighs)
2: Oh, wow. It does sound like it's getting into self parody at this point.
1: Yeah. Ari, grab the next one, bro.
2: Okay. Uh, Talented actress, talent agent 81 Produce announced Monday that voice actress and singer Miyu Matsuki passed away on October 27th due to an illness. She was 38. Matsuki had announced in July that she would take a break from her work and focus on treating pneumonia. She said at the time she had a favorite since the start of the year that wouldn't receive, and then found out she had acute pneumonia after repeatedly going to the hospital for checkups. In May, G.A. Bunko announced that Matsuki would play Charlotte Eva <clears throat> Menendez in the upcoming anime for Jumasaki's novel series, 100. The anime's format or premiere date has not yet been announced. Some of her other roles include Kuka from Niawako, Crawling in Love, Izumi Sagamonima from Hayate the Combat Butler, Magical Sapp- Sapphire and Fae Kelly, Lunar Karizna, Ilya, and most recently Nishiko Nia in Shimaneta, A Boring World Where the Concept of dirty Jokes Doesn't Exist. Just performed a the theme for Love, Love, Zoku Sayonara, Zetsubu Sensei, and Niawako, Crawling with Love.
1: I and actually, before- actually happened- go on.
2: M.F.O.S. is a outpouring of, you know, reaction tweets from other you in the area. Uh. With one even suggesting that it was a lie. Or, or not, not one to believe it's real.
1: Yeah, I actually have the opening theme from, um... Uh, I think it's... I think I do have it. I have to double check.
3: She was super young. Uh, yeah. She was, like, 38.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh-huh. Yeah, everyone's really, really, uh
1: broken up about it. Yeah, 2015's been a total bitch to us, you know? Yep. Mm. Now, I haven't watched South Park in a very long time. Maybe a year or two. um, A little bit longer, a little bit less. I just don't have the time like I used to. But it seems that Facebook blew the fuck up over last week's episode?
3: It was hilarious.
1: You've seen it? Yes! All right. Talk, you my, you, my eyes. I can tell you're, you're brimming at at the gills about this, so you might as well take this.
0: Fine, hmm.
3: totally. I am not a... I mean, I have friends who are huge fans of Yaoi. If any of you are fans of Yaoi, I completely respect it. I have a lot of gay friends and everything, so it's not crazy scared of homosexuality and stuff like that because i'm actually bisexual it's just a matter of like i'm very shy and prudish when it comes to those kind of things however we're going to talk about how western cartoons go anime in south park my little pony and gravity falls the long running parody cartoon south park took on the world of yaoi and it's tweak slash Craig episode this week when an aforementioned character became the subject of in-universe shipping. The result is what you would expect when real people are shipped into a relationship and the two boys aren't exactly thrilled. However, the yaoi cat is out of the bag, hmm. and the rest of the town citizens are more than on board for Craig and Tweak art. While South Park has previously satirized Totoro and Dragon Ball Z, Two other cartoons are also looking across the pond for inspiration this week. The My Little Pony's Friendship is Magic episode, Scare Master, is airing on Saturday, although it leaked early on iTunes. In the episode, Fluttershy is avoiding going out on Nightmare Night, but ends up having to leave the safety of her home anyway. While going through town, several scary decorations are set up with suspiciously familiar characters. The drawings include pony versions of Sailor Moon, Ray Anama, I oh my God, Ray from Evangelion Ayanami Utena Bulma and Ranma Salatome. Hmm. In Wednesday's episode of Gravity's Fall Gravity Falls, the characters travel through seri- several bubbles, each changing them into different versions of themselves. One bubble changes Dipper and Wendy into anime versions of themselves, Chim Chim and Spritel from Speed Racer can be spotted in the backseat. The Simpsons' annual Treehouse of Horrors Halloween episode will also take a stab, ha-ha, at a Japanese pop culture parody on Sunday when Homer turns into Homerzilla.
1: Mm. Now, the episode of My Little Pony is sitting on my DVR, but it was leaked because that shit hit YouTube like two, like three weeks ago. And I think several people had linked me to the promo. I'm like, wait, wh- What? And I'm and I'm watching it. I'm just like, ah, ha, 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 ha. And what is interesting, I just find it was interesting that one of the voice actresses on My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, actually worked on Ronma One Half. So I was really amused by that. That's hilarious. Yes. I mean... And when you mentioned the whole Homerzilla thing, I'm reminded back to that one episode of The Simpsons where they did the intro where they all showed up as different anime characters, which was pretty cool.
3: Yeah, I always like watching the intros because they had uh, Guillermo Guillermo del Toro, la 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 words, Mm. um, do openings for this past week. And it was really cool because he did it as, um, like he had Pan's Labyrinth and a few other things in it that were really neat.
2: There was also one, uh, I think, last year's trial so far, where uh, like there are like all different anime like universe versions of The, the Simpsons, who like Lisa as a as a what's Makasa.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Marco. I just mentioned that in our in our uh, chat room at LiveTheVlogNetwork And she also says that Grim and Ma- Grimm Adventures of Billy and Mandy did an anime parody world. So that's pretty interesting, indeed. Um let's see what else do, what else do we have here um let me adjust my mic for a second perfect oh this one i'm I'm kind of excited about I'm hoping that I get that I'm able to get some merchandise from from this if not only if the browser will actually open up thank you uh let's see let me go there we go. Love Live and Powerpuff Girls get together for a new exhibition. And seeing all of Muse as the Powerpuff Girls is freaking adorable.
3: It's so cute.
1: Especially Nozomi because she's best idol.
3: I've actually just love Powerpuff Girls, so this was actually something that I was really excited about.
1: Have you seen Love Live yet?
3: Um, I, yes. I started to watch it, so I'm really excited.
1: One of us, one of us.
3: I know, I'm slowly being converted to the dark and frilly
1: side. Mm. Well, we had the emo period, we now have the idol period. Jap- Japan's top fictional idol group, and Muse, and Cartoon Network's Superpower Trio are teaming up to celebrate the 15th anniversary of the Powerpuff Girls' Japanese television debut. The Parko Museum in Shibuya will host the Love Live! Muse Meet Powerpuff Girls exhibition starting November 20th. The exhibit will then tour the other park and museums in Hiroshima, Sapporo, and Nagoya through February 2016. The event will follow Muse through the group's last three years and sell special collaboration merchandise. More information is coming soon. I really want um, a Nozomi plush in this style. I, I, I so do.
3: Okay, you know it's going to be like fan-made in like five minutes as soon as, since they've announced it. It's probably already happened.
1: Wouldn't surprise me, but I'm not trolling Etsy for it, for one right now.
3: If not stop put that license when during the event.
1: True. I actually need to sit down and rewatch all of that uh, Love Life, but I have to keep reminding myself that um Nico is trash. Die. She gets annoying. You
2: guys will play around with fandom do you?
1: No, uh, there is a running joke where knows where Nico is, is, is trash, so you know. Let's see. Now, this one is an interesting story, at least. And we were going to have a guest on the show to talk about this, but that kind of fell through at the very last minute. But you know, shit happens. Now, part of this some of this popped up on my, on my Facebook earlier this week and I and I had shared it, but unfortunately before I was able to like read it through and screen cap it, the page with the rules were pulled. Which brings us to um tonight's open forum topic, which we'll get into uh later tonight. Conventions do have their rules and regulations which I get, and sometimes the rules can be a little bit more stringent than others from the little clip that I have here it says no fu- I put no fun allowed these are the rules of Akiba, Akiba Land Expo every this is one this is one little clip that I have that I was somehow I was able to save. Every attendee, including media, will be searched prior to entry. By purchasing a ticket, you will agree to submit to a thorough TSA-style search, including emptying your pockets and bags, a full pat-down, have your, all of your items examined, and possibly removing your shoes. So, it's like going into a federal building and not a convention.
3: You mean like an airport, right? So, is there a trip after this? Is this the actual destination? Or is there a flight? Are they going to check me for liquids too? Because I'm going to be pissed if I have to buy new deodorant when I get Um, there.
1: Well, if they're checking for liquids, you might not have any piss on you, so... Fail. Yeah. Now... Uh, fr- uh, a friend of the show, uh, Jeff, he had linked me to some information in regard in regard to this. A little high strung for an anime convention, don't you think? Say what? So it's a little much for an anime convention, don't you think? Definitely. It seems that Akihabara Expo CEO, the person that's running it is only twenty-one. And supposedly the investor for this convention is from Asia and not sure how he got this type of money. And this is coming from a stat, I believe, a, uh, someone that's from the inside of this convention. This, the CEO has lied to everyone about the entire event from the beginning. He's been using convention funds for business trips when he's not meeting anyone. He's pretty much spending it on himself. Embezzlement much? Way to spend it on your attendees. I know, right? No there are no contracts with any of the guests. Oh he just invited and promised him a bunch of swag without writing any of it down.
3: So much professional being mm-hmm. shown right now.
1: This person is the uh, reg- is re- the company is registered, and he is the sole employee, but the company is a shadow company, no address, no point of contact or anything like that. That's really fucked up. That, 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 that's really grimy.
2: This is worse than a DashCon?
1: Yeah, I'd sooner go to DashCon as opposed to Akihabara Expo. And from my understanding, there are a lot of staffers that are dropping out of the convention due to the backlash of what's been going on.
3: I wouldn't be surprised. I've seen a few conventions go through a changes of head because of that kind of situation, um. so...
1: And now, I got this information coming from um, Team Misaki Studios out in out in the, on the West Coast. I think that I think they're, I think they're, they're yeah their entertainment website, so sort of like us. They mentioned that they were going to be and uh, going to Akira Expo in Anaheim, but due to things that's been going on, that has happened with the immediate staff, they are no longer going. They probably figured out what was up, or I'm like, nope. As per the the posting here, in light of recent events that has transpired with the immediate staff, along with a heated debate that was sparked from a contractor in relation to i Expo, one of our own staff members, we are suspending coverage of this convention until further notice. If you have arranged a photo shoot with us during the convention weekend, we will move forward with your shoot. Akiabra Expo is currently being investigated for potential money embezzlement and legal issues in relation to legal contracts not properly being executed. Under normal circumstances, we do not make our views on the convention public. However, Akihabara Expo's unprofessional means of handling questions and concerns to the public has been nothing but questionable as one of our concerns we posted was deleted without a response until after the fact that a general post to the public was made and answered amongst the comments section of their event page. Wow. Sounds like DerpyCon, all and, uh, sounds like... It's becoming a lot more public. Say what? It's becoming a lot more public. Yep. See, you know, this just reminds me of DerpyCon, um, Springfest, and that other convention that canceled, they're talking about like a 2016-2017 release. Uh, ShinkoCon. con. It's
3: not a surprise when you don't complete your paperwork, you open yourself up for people canceling and not having to pay you anything and not having to give you answers. So, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: farewell. And as Eric Kagami says in our chat room at live.vagnetwork.com, the event is no longer listed on the hotel website. So, you know, shit's gotten real.
2: So I was like,
1: yeah, we're not having anything to do with this anymore. uh uh-huh. hmm Oh man. Alright. Oh, somebody's going through. Alright, now that we got the news out of the way. We're gonna go ahead and take our first break of our break of the uh, on the show, and when we get back, we're gonna open up the Skype lines, we're gonna talk about the open forum topic, and we're gonna talk about news from Japan. So volume is set. Good to go. We will be back
4: I want
1: Even with you, Ranma.
3: I can't even.
1: Look, look, look. Yeah, Marco Chan hates it when I play that track.
3: <laughs> was every other word Miki? Because I think it was. Say what? I said, was every other word Miki? Because I think it was.
1: No, no, no. I just happened to find this. I heard this song on, um,. REC networks like years ago, and I think I found this through WinMX or Audio Galaxy. The track—that's how old this song is. That's sitting on my hard drive. So, and one day I just happened to Google like the song, like see if I could find anything else by the singers, and that's how I found out that this song was on the Bring It On Two soundtrack. Honestly, it
2: sounds like Bring It On got adapted into an anime. <sighs> that's kind of vibe I got listening to that.
3: So that's why the guy was happier than the girls. It's become a harem anime.
1: Great. Oh, dear god. <laughs> oh, I got a surprise for both of y'all later. <laughs> oh, why could you say she likes that song? Oh, well, last I heard, re- last I recall, she didn't like it. Maybe
2: your taste has changed.
1: Probably. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and turn on the Skype line. Skype line is the big it?
2: man scientist style switch on the wall. <laughs> Say what? Got the big man scientist style switch on the wall for the Skype line.
1: Yeah, and the crank. So yeah, I had to get I had to get that all together. Just I'm Ma- hmm?
3: completely disagreeing with you, Ranma. She's saying she's liked that song, so I just thought I'd represent.
1: Uh well I guess I forgot. What do you want? Fuck you. No, fuck you.
3: Sup, bitches?
1: God. Hi, Mako.
3: So, um, yeah, hi.
1: Hello. I actually wasn't thinking, I did not think you were going to call tonight. Why? Because normally we call you, and I was like, you know, let's just get through the show tonight, you know? Yeah, well, you normally don't get any calls, so I figured, hi. All right, so since you have me online, how's your weekend day?
3: My week sucked.
1: No shit.
3: Okay. I had a lot of work.
1: Swing low, sweet cherry, Lord.
3: We're yeah, make but uh. Hell month at work is over, and now I just get to worry about,
0: you know, moving.
4: Yeah.
3: Sounds like a party.
0: Mm.
3: Yeah, so I just wanted to say hi.
1: Well that's it.
0: Yeah.
3: Okay.
1: And that was Mako-chan. She'll be back next week. Wow. (laughs) I'm
2: fucking cold.
1: Yes. Yes, I know. I know. And there she is, calling me the asshole. (laughs) She's
3: the most pleasant person ever.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Best friends do that shit. <laughs> you shit face. <laughs> wow. marco John, do you kiss your mother with that mouth? I mean, Christ. <sighs>
3: Moving on.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Here we go. Now we're going to go ahead and op- do the open forum topic. The open forum topic is where we ask all of you the fans a question in the fa- in the um in the co- in the anime cosplay fandom. If you don't want us using your real name, put a different name and we ask that you be civil. There, and here's this week's open forum topic. Convention rules. Do you feel that the rules for anime conventions are perfect? Better, worse? What rules would you change? Now we know over the years, rules for anime conventions ha- ha- have changed. Some conventions it's gotten better, some it's gotten worse. It all depends on who you talk to, you know? As Nemesis47 says, weapons and prop rules. Um, case in NDK non-descon had rules where you'd have to have weapons... Where the thing itself would not be in a realistic color and you'd have to gut the whole thing just to make the prop not be operable. Well that I can kind of understand. There are conventions that have that type of rules. I can understand the multicolor tip given as the standard thing to have to make your own weapon alright. But asking the whole weapon gut and not having a real color really makes the rules silly as hell. Well you also gotta take into consideration With when it comes to prop weapon props, they also gotta follow local laws as well. Like well, I used to like cosplay Barrett at Capsicon years ago when it was in Virginia. They had what was called the Silhouette Law, where cops were allowed to shoot on site if they thought it was a weapon. So pretty much, I stayed indoors in the base in the basement area of the convention with everybody else.
3: Yeah, DC and Virginia were kind of aware about our weapons laws and stuff like that. I was at AUSA this weekend and they had the same kind of thing. Um, We also had a really weird warning about going outside the convention hotel because there was actually a militia group Mm -hmm. that was going around terrorizing people in Halloween costumes. And they would take anything that looked like a weapon and use it. So, yeah, fun times. That's not good. Yeah, thankfully, we think it was just a hoax. We didn't really have any problems with it at AUSA, so, yay, we're alive, and there weren't any crazy things going on.
2: Well, not more so than usual.
3: Yeah, not more so than usual. You know, normal con stuff.
2: Mm. (laughs) All right. Um... i personally never had any problems with any of the rules because, you know, I've never actually... Well, I've never, you know, done anything that would warrant, you know, staff getting involved, and I haven't had a... Any cosplays of props, so any the prop policy has been a non issue for me so far.
0: Uh.
2: Obviously the prop stuff might you know change depending on what cosplay I want to do next, but you know what I'm talking about.
1: Mm-hmm. I know exactly what you mean. Hold on, I'm I'm setting something up real quick. Um let's see if this works.
3: Computer explosion noises.
1: There we go. (laughs) I was trying to do that earlier, but my script wasn't working right, so, you know... All right. Let's see what else we have here. Um serenity fourteen eighty eight pretty much says something similar. She's, she says, I mean, New York Comic Con has gotten to the point where even if it looks like a weapon, even if it's made out of wood, it's not allowed to be in the convention. I also like background checks on some people that have a bad rap when it comes to so-called harassing the con-goers and have actual security guards and police at cons in case things go down. Okay, can't do that. That won't happen. Now, New York Comic Con's rules on weapon props has been kind of iffy. Pretty much, if it looks like a real weapon, you're not getting in with it. You should be able to get it on the way out, because of the rules of local uh, of your jurisdiction. Conventions can't have real police walking around as security or real security guards. It depends on the venue and the rules that are there. And between you and me, I don't think I'd want to see actual police walking around in a convention. Security guards. I get I, yeah, I don't mind that. Sarah Ackerman says, as a staff member of Glass City Con, our prop rules are simple like any other convention. Can't be live steel or firearm and so forth. Any mask costumes like a fursuit where your vision is restricted, you need a handler, and the whole keep your hands to yourself rule unless you have permission to touch is imposed. I do like the rules where props have to have a zip on tie for safety check as well as an orange tip, and you are a or in Halo, or in cosplay in general, have a prop gun on it so you don't get stopped and access and show authorities. If your hotel is not near the convention center that is. Alright, fair enough. As a rule, she would change the whole free hugs rule. I don't mind free hugs and stuff, but nowadays you can't be too careful because sexual harassment goes both ways. Like if you have a wife or a husband or whatever, and you can't have an insert character's name here, hug me sign, that can be taken as a form of harassment. In some places, a hug me sign is a form is considered a solicitation of prostitution. Yep. I think that's one of the reasons why Otakon cracked down on uh, hug me signs, and I believe Animazement as well.
3: Not just hug me signs, but um, most East Coast conventions have cracked down signs of any kind that aren't part of your costume. Mm-hmm. Like if you're Panda, you know, Genma. From Ron Mullenhalf. Of course, he's a panda, so he can only talk with a tablet. But if you're like some random anime character, number 23, um, you're not going to be able to have a sign.
2: Yeah, the hug
1: me signs have become a little bit creepy now mm-hmm. that I think about it. I mean, if I see someone with a hug me sign, I'll give them a hug. You know, do not matter to me, none. I just love when I see someone walking around with a free shrug sign, you know? Yeah, the parodies
2: of it that yes. prop up.
1: And Kelly, she says, there should be a designated cosplay photo areas instead of in the middle of the dealer's room. A quick selfie is fine, but sometimes people do a straight-up photo shoot and it's really disrespectful to the dealers and the people trying to purchase something. And I'm in the minority here, but some conventions may want to think about dress code for cosplayers. Excessive cleavage and stuff doesn't bother me, but visible labia is a bit much. Well, some conventions do have rules on, on that. And if you do show up at a convention like that, you will be asked to change. And as for pictures in the dealer's room, I think it's cool, but going the whole photo shoot thing, not so much. Grab three, four photos, and bounce. That's one thing I like about uh Zenkai Con. There is a big area where you can where you can go towards the side and cosplay. You can do like your photo shoots with cosplayers there. That's cool. Now, what about you two? What do you think about the rules and so forth?
2: Like I said, you know, I haven't had a, you know, a major rules problem, so so I'm okay with it. Just like we were talking about earlier, the uh, TSA-style pat-down and search, that's a little extreme. Mm. And as far as, you know, someone's cosplay is concerned, you know, that's still, you know, cosplay is not consent stuff.
1: Right. It's
2: not really on the cosplayer to... uh, it's one the other people to not, you know, harass people and instead of, you know, don't get harassed. You know what I mean? Mm uh-huh. hmm. It's like they're trying to teach, you know, don't get harassed instead of don't harass. That makes sense, right?
1: Yeah, it does. It. I, like, I don't want to
2: sound like a crazy person. Well, not more than usual.
1: Uh.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, suit. Hello?
1: Sorry. What did you do? Uh, what did you break?
3: Broke the internet, so... Ugh. No, it's okay. My internet was like, ah, I don't know what's going on. Okay, so as far as the rules go, um, having worked for quite a few conventions, um, when it comes to... The rules and regulations, I know why they're put into play and why they kind of come into being really extreme in some cases because people like to be stupid and like to try and do really stupid things when they have the chance to, which can really just destroy any chance for other people to really enjoy the convention. So, I while I appreciate some of them, can also I also think of st- that some of them can be a little too extreme. Mm-hmm. As far as when it comes to different events, though, like Maid Cafe, we have to have those rules because people get a little feely and think that we're their maids, and so we're going to, like, serve them for the rest of their life, and it can get a little creepy. Um, But in other instances, like, when it comes to weapons and stuff, um, I like the fact that they they kind of enforce the orange tip rule, but when Mm -hmm. it comes to the... uh, thing that, like, what happened at NYCC where they just had them all sitting outside in a trash can. That, to me, was a little too extreme. It looked a little bit like a cosplayer was having a yard sale.
1: Pretty much. But that's my feels. Uh, and I don't blame you. I just think that they should just be a little bit more chill on the rules. If there's a backlash, you know, listen to the people. True, true. Alright. Let's see. Now that we... Now let's see. Sarah Acker, She says, "I agree. A con, I go to ID's people. If you buy a real Japanese sword, you're asked to take it to your car or hotel room right away. And that's tr- all. Pretty much all cons do that. If you buy p- weapons like that, you have to um, take it back to your room. Yeah, I
2: don't have a problem with that.
1: hmm
2: I just have a problem with you know paying hundreds of bucks for something that's going to mm-hmm. just stay on the wall and collect dust. But that's you neither know, here nor there."
1: Mm Mm-hmm all right now. Let's go ahead and get to the pretty much the fun part of the show This is the part of the show that we know all y'all love. It's strange news from Japan All right, let's see what we got here Interesting very interesting
2: You taking
1: the first one? Yeah, I'll take the first one. I'm just turning off the Skype line so I can focus. Man opens hole in apartment floor and bid to rape neighbor below. What? (laughs) The fuck!
3: Way to be charming.
1: Huh. A Japanese man has been arrested after he allegedly opened a hole in the floor of his apartment and broke into the apartment below him before attempting to rape a woman he was infatuated with, according to the police. Police in Tsukuba Ibaraki Prefecture, northeast of Tokyo, said Masahito Sato, 51, a Tsukuba Company employee, that's a first... Was arrested on charges of unlawful entry and indecent assault, resulting in injury, when he attacked his 39-year-old victim. According to police, Sato was a frequent customer of the restaurant the woman worked at, and he told the police that he had romantic feelings for her. Sato moved into the apartment directly above the woman's first-floor residence in mid-October. In case of an apparent failed attraction, it was unclear how Sato knew where the woman lived or that the room above her had been vacant. Using a saw and other implements, he spent about ten days making a fifty centimeter diameter hole in the floor of his apartment. Police say that at around twelve thirty AM, Sato descended through the hole and removed the panel in the ceiling of the woman's bathroom before climbing down into her apartment. When the woman returned home, Sato allegedly presented pressed a stun gun against her and knocked her to the floor before trying to rape her. He is suspected of causing the woman's injuries, including abrasions to her left hand. Ooh, sorry about that. The suspect fled down the entranceway where the woman resisted. Res- resident police were called to the scene, discovered statue in a nearby convenience store about five hours later. Wow. What a charmer. Just wow. Uh, uh, uh. I caused yeah. destruction of personal property for you. You must love me. Christ Almighty is all I gotta say.
3: I'll go ahead and take that next one.
1: Go for it.
3: So, man nabbed for stealing girls' gym clothes and swimsuits.
1: Damn it, Hapa's so- <laughs> I know, oh, real- Leave me with- but yeah, I was- You me with the not
3: creepy one? Oh. Uh, the panty thief. Um, Tochigi, police in Ashikaga, Tochigi Prefecture have arrested a 24-year-old office worker on suspicion of stealing items of female junior high students including gym clothes and swimsuits. Kiyohiko Mana is suspected of breaking into a residence where he stole 14 items of students of a student 14 items of a student? So he's... Anyway, Mm. gym clothes and bags. Fuji TV reported when police searched Mana's residence. They found around 300 articles of girls clothing and underwear. Mana has admitted to the charge and told police that he likes children and children's clothing. He has also confessed to nearly 60 similar thefts. Police said, yeah, it's Hapasai or at least one of his disciples.
1: That's all so I creepy. have to say. It's just... Uh... So, I got the last one? Hold on. I'm going to see if this is the actual clip that I am looking for. Hold on. Um, let me flip my audio output real quick. For some reason, the icon wasn't there. Let's move it here, and
0: see. Nope,
1: that's not what I was looking for. Forget I even bother with that.
3: Sounds a little, uh, questionable. But it's the theme.
1: Yeah... I was trying to find a clip of what a hole! What a hole! God. Oh, you
3: mean the spy. What a haul!
1: What a haul! Mm-hmm. I think everyone was expecting pop-up. that one, though. And as Sarah Ackerman says, this reminds me of a hentai manga I just read. Alright, Ari, last one's all you. And it's not a policeman arrested for not paying taxi fare.
2: <laughs> a Osaka prefectural police officer has been arrested after he ran away without paying taxi fare. According to police, the incident occurred around 7.40pm on Tuesday. Sankei shih boom reported that the suspect, Masaki Masa- Tanoi, 25, pulled the taxi driver and didn't have enough cash on him to pay the 6,780 yen fare, and asked the taxi driver to stop so he could money from an 8 But when he got out of the taxi, Tanoi started to walk away. When the sixty-three year old driver chased him on foot, Tanaway elbowed him, causing a slight injury. A passerby helped contain Tanaway. Police said Tanaway was on his way home after drinking for three hours with his co-workers and had less than fourteen hundred yen on them. He was quote cool saying, I was drunk, I don't remember the incident. But if I really did it, I want to apologize. Wow.
1: I I I I can't.
2: Well, props to him for
1: not taking his car home. True. So there's that.
3: Always use a designated driver, kids.
1: And pay your taxi fares.
3: And pay your taxi fares. Uh. Way to be the epitome of
1: society. Yes, yes, yes. Don't be this guy. remember. I think we're done for tonight. Yeah, that's about right. I mean, I felt so off during this episode. I guess all the ru- I guess the way the way things are running with me today, I just felt so out of it. But at least i would be able to kick back, relax, watch NCIS, and get some get at least a good eight hours sleep, and not have to deal with this stupid wall that I'm staring at.
3: Is there like a and d battle that I should know about? Uh, No, I meant to talk about this.
1: I meant to talk about this earlier uh, in the show during my weekend day. So what happened was the neighbors next door, I didn't realize is they had moved out. Now, there was like, you know, there's a giant cart outside where you'd be hauling trash. I just didn't pay any money to so one day. I come home from work. I'm like, oh, they moved out. Okay. Because I noticed that it looked gutted. And the next day, I saw, as I'm walking towards my house, I'm like, it looks like a giant wooden gate. So, around the property, they put up large slabs of wood. I'm just like, what the hell? And I look, they're converting the house in from a, from a two-family house to a one-family house. All right, fine, whatever. So... I'm like, they better block my way to get in, to get into my apartment. The door isn't locked, so I can come back and forth. That That's fine, no problem. Saturday, I think, Friday night or Saturday night, I come and I open the door, and it doesn't open all the way. I turn on the flashlight from my phone, and I look. They built an interior wall. I guess, you know, to make it easy for them to bring trash in and out. Now... The space for me to walk down the walkway is two feet. This makes it hard, you know, if I'm bringing extra stuff in and out of my apartment and people coming to visit who are not thin like me. Hell, even I have trouble trying to make my way through there. And I'm looking at this, I'm like, something tells me they constructed this wall and put it on our side of the property. I'm just like, no. Tomorrow, I'm going to find out who it is and tell them, look, they're going to have to either move this wall, or else I'm taking my little sledgehammer and I'm tearing it down. Done and done. So not having it.
3: That's. I was thinking about, like, the Berlin Wall. <laughs> I'm just imagining you, like, screaming, take down this wall.
1: Damn right. Yeah.
3: It's all right though. You've been at work all day, so it's been kind of an off day.
1: Yeah, I suppose so. Ugh. There you go. Thanks for joining it, in- joining us tonight.
3: Hope I brought you some energy.
1: I didn't see a fi- I didn't see a monster energy drink in your hand.
3: I'm sorry. I had a day USA.
1: What am I going to do with you? I don't know. Mm, I have to come hey, up with fun something. Nothing, we're still here, man. That's was fun having everyone. Oh.
3: Aw, Senpai noticed me. Thank you.
1: I guess I'll have to get you that shirt that says Senpai noticed me, so. Yes. Mm. Sir so acumen says, Take back Wall Maria. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, really. <laughs> if you like what you heard, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So if we're telling you what we like and don't like, we're telling you truthfully. Uh, if you have any questions about the show, ideas, suggestions, and so forth, uh, drop me a line or rest with us a line at podcast at session.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. We're here to believe you. Uh, check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, tomorrow, Uni will be posting another pre- another awesome uh, cosplay tutorial article. So definitely check that out. And I believe next week we will have our uh, AAC convention report. And in between there, we'll have, finally have our photos up from Otacon. So definitely you don't want to miss that. And also as every week we do post our podcasts. And if you can't if you have an issue getting to that from our website, you can always find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Groove, Tunein Radio, and coming soon, Google Play. Check out our YouTube page, youtube.com slash anime jam session TV. This is where we post all of our convention videos. So you definitely want to check that out. I have some videos going up hopefully tomorrow. Due to work, it's been so hectic. I've slacked behind on photos and videos. And I would hopefully have like to get them all up by the end of the week. Um, if you want to follow us on YouTube to see what videos that we like and videos that we may upload, uh, you can find me at youtube.com. Ari is at re 22682 And you can find Ichigo over at IchigoGami. Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session. This is our official Twitter page. Follow us there for updates on our website when photos and videos are going up, uh, changes in our schedule of what we're doing, and any other pertinent information, you definitely want to check that out. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJ Ari is at the Ari Man. And you can find Ichigo over at Ichigo Ogami. Do you sense a trend here? Good. I-
3: they use the name everywhere
1: yeah it's like Visa it's everywhere you want to be and Facebook facebook.com slash anime jam session to our near 3,000 fans I just want to say thank you I am truly humbled by you, all of you liking the page and enjoying it as long as you continue to like the page we'll post articles photos videos everything as long as you continue to like those we'll bring you more content because that's what we're all about um, if you want to interact with us on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com slash I am or that DJ Mess guy. You can find uh, Ari over at Ari Rockefeller and Ichigogami is over at Ichigogami. As I said, can you sense a theme here?
0: <laughs> I'm
3: sorry. I know.
1: You I know. are not sorry, so don't even.
3: Hashtag sorry, not sorry.
1: See? And, um,. Like I said, we're here twice a week, live Thursdays at 10 with an encore presentation uh, Thursdays at 2. But we're not the only geek-centric podcast on, this, on the VOG Network, so you definitely want to check out some other cool stuff that we have. The, we have the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast, The Geek Card, The Bobby Blackwolf Show, Orange Lounge Radio, Critical Myth, British Invaders, Pod Culture, Under Sedation Live, Electric Sisterhood, Girls Gone Wow. And I think I have to find out if um, the other show, Horde House, is coming back. I don't know. Uh, Check Vognetwork.com for updates in regards to that. Uh, And I think that's it. We're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. Well,
2: two things. I have some friends who might be interested in going into MacFest with me. And One of them put the idea of us doing a shield cosplay. I guess it's Seth Rollins.
1: Mm hmm. That sounds pretty interesting.
2: And Dragon Ball Z Abridge released Super Android 13 Abridge this past weekend. Mmm. It is hilarious.
1: I believe you. Last words, itchy go.
3: If I get a chance to see you at MAGFest, if I go over to MAGFest, I'll definitely try and say hi, but I enjoyed USA. I enjoyed coming on the show, and it's always a lot of fun to see you guys, or hear you guys.
1: We know you. My last word is, I don't. Bl- I can't believe I'm actually yawning, and I'm so tired. I just hope I don't fall asleep on my sandwich while watching NCIS. That's no good
3: sounds like a good bed, though.
1: Mm, Well, I do have a nice um, crosswind going through here, so, yeah. Well, that is it. End of list. We're getting out of here. We're still here at 10 o'clock till uh, November 27th when we go back to our normal time of 9.30pm. And that's it. Um, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari.
3: And I'm Ichigo
1: great fight great night see you next week good night everybody John Lee. say goodnight Ichigo
3: do I have to yes goodnight Ichigo
1: that's a good girl mmm what
3: don't make me poison your food next time Ranma
1: damn it damn yeah, she's it. not doing what Mako usually does I know it's the lesser of two evils G'day, everybody. G'day.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressions on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at dot com and Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane! <laughs>